Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. That have been born and raised outside of the African continent, you should hear this. Are you ready to be educated? Uh, I have a lady with me who is one of the most fabulous storytellers. I don't think I have seen anybody that has such a refreshing way of telling a story that is so important to us. And uh, I finally have her on the show. I invited her last year when the show began. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but she is finally here, and I'm so uh, happy. Happy. Um, you know, she has her good reasons for that. Um, but she is finally here to talk to yeah. us about what she does, who she is. Welcome, Vanessa. How Thank are you? you? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. Great, I'm definitely great. good. I apologize for not being here last year, but <laughs> as you know, I have my good reasons. You have a very good, you have but a I'm beautiful I'm reason. I'm, I'm glad I'm here to you yeah. know, give more insight. You have a beautiful reason for that. That's no problem. We don't even have to forgive you for that. Okay, We're just cool. teasing you. All right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> How was your Sunday? Tell us. My Sunday. What did I do today? Um, Let's see. I wake up in the morning. I kind of do my mommy stuff. Um, and then I try to do my, um, my sermons in the morning. So I try to get some inspiration by, you know, people who are very good preachers. And then, um, I do some more mommy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then because I knew I had to be here today, I just, uh, I kind of did everything in planning or in preparation for this, uh, for this meeting. Oh, I feel so so special. (laughs) Well, yes. I like to prepare everything like really right. Everything has to be like, you know. I don't know. It's a, it's a kind of a work ethic for me. Like if I if I'm going to go somewhere or if somebody is going to going to come to me for certain reasons, I need them to be, you know. So I try to be like for them too. So yeah. I I I prepare for you. You really Yeah. <laughs> you really on it when it comes to I really on it. This morning I was like, okay, I had to, I need to do this at this time and then at this time and then at this time so I could be there and I could be there and I could be there. So got it. Yeah. So here I am. <laughs> I love that. So you started your Sunday on a very inspirational note. Right. Um, listening right. to your sermons and, and things right. and juggling uh, mommyhood, yeah. mommy ship, however they want to call it. Right, right. <laughs> and right. the things that you it's do. It's such a trip, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so I, I discovered you on, uh, Facebook a while ago. Yeah. I think that I ran into one of your videos and I ended up like, taking the rest of my one and a half hours <laughs> watching the like, yeah. videos in your page. And oh, wow. what I discovered on there was obviously one of your videos, but right. I was like, I was so happy to see uh, a young lady who mm-hmm. was, you know, based in, okay. We thought me and my friends thought you were based in UK. <laughs> okay. That's okay. That's okay. I'll apply for UK. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And then I'm you responded kidding. onto us in Dutch. You were like, Oh my God, she's Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just from here. <laughs> and just the way that you uh, told the story, I think at that time it was probably, was it explaining? It had something to do with uh, symbols. Uh, I didn't cross symbols. Yeah, it probably. had something to do with the symbols, right. and also on names. You you went more onto right. that. The Akande names. Yeah. Right. So it gave like an in-depth, you know, story or an explanation as to why we have 
or why we do what we do, basically. Right, right. And one thing I also love is because we as young Africans here in the Netherlands, we are raised with a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And not everybody really understands the depth right. or the impact of um, <laughs> what the culture and what the tradition stands for. Mm -hmm. So I really felt like you were educating us with memes that are really, you know, within our reach, the social media, animation, right. Right. Uh, seeing a lovely face, you know, mm -hmm. hair did, on <laughs> fleek. No, I try to do my stuff right, you know. <laughs> so I, I really think that you, um, yeah, how I feel, I think you're like, you're really doing something different, you know, very refreshing and something right. new that others don't, really don't have. Try. I really try. I really love it. I really try my best. Um, so I'm glad you like it. <laughs> you love it. Yeah. So give us an idea. Who's the lady behind uh, all of the videos that I saw? Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, oh, what do you want to know? <laughs> like, <laughs> we could be here all night, girlfriend. You need to be a bit more specific <laughs> about what you want to know. <laughs> uh, well, first and foremost, um, how can we call you? Because... Okay. I, I call you an innovating storyteller, but that's my right. uh, idea. Tell us a bit about that, where you're okay. from. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, well, um, I was born and bred in Belgium, actually, to... Mm -hmm. To be to be honest, nobody. I don't think a lot of people know this, but I was I was born in Belgium in '86. Uh, my mom and my dad came here in order to look for a you know a good future for their kids. Um, Green pastures. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went to I went to boarding school when I was six years old, and it was a Catholic boarding school, and it was very strict. You mm -hmm. know, you had to wear uniform, and it was all gray. I even had like our own church inside the school where we would go to, um, you know, church once a week or once every two weeks. Um, and so I, I, I left boarding school when I was around 17. Uh, and I did not finish my high school. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that. <laughs> so, um, I was actually a high school dropout because I was like, you know what? I really don't care about history. Who wants to learn about the Romans and the Greeks? <laughs> like, I was so done with mm -hmm. that and I was so done with French. So I kind of, I kind of left it. And then I find myself a job as a housekeeper in a hotel. I was 17 years old and um, I was earning 1200 euros back then. I was like, yes. Oh my God. That's a lot of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. And you know, this is it, you know? And my mom was in Ghana. My parents were in Ghana. So they, they just thought I was going to school. Um, right. And they put me in a very good school too. I was at, I was doing a VBO, uh translated to Holland system. That's, and so, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. that's, I know what everybody would have loved for their yeah to be on. Right? I know, but just hold on, I'm I'm quite a rebel. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so uh, when my mom heard that, I kind of dropped out. She kind of heard it via via via, and then because um, like to talk, <laughs> she 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 came. And she grabbed me by the hand and she was like, Hey, and I said, Oh, boy, I won't. Come down, down, down. So she took me by the hand and she, she brought me to Holland. And uh, I was like, Okay, fine. You know what? Whatever. I'm going to go back to school. So then I did medical assistance, which was MBO, but you know, we don't have. That was in Belgium. Uh, was, was no, that... I moved to Holland and then I did the MBO, uh, medical assistance. And where was the Fabio at? The Fabio was in Belgium. Still. Was in Belgium. Okay. Was it? Was in Belgium. And so when I finished that, I did my associate degree in Groningen and I finished that. And then I went to Zeeland to do my uh, graduate in medical sciences and I finished that. 
And then I wanted to do my master's and uh, my master's in medical sciences. And then the university said, we need your high school diploma. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to go all the way back to finish that high school. Uh, So I went to, you know, just take those exams and then I was finished. And now I'm doing my master and my PhD. So I am. Okay. I am. Not a chronological student, mm-hmm. no. But you know, it all works. There are many ro- many roads to Rome. So yeah, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. So what kind are you of. now majoring in? Um, in integrative medicine. That is kind of like um, allopathic medicine. That's like the Western medicine um, associated with alternative medicine. So we kind of um, have the perspective that not everything should be. Um, healed or healed with drugs because actually the physicians in the western world don't heal diseases we kind of just manage diseases if they're really being honest and it's like a whole conspiracy between the the insurance companies and 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 the the companies that you know produce the medications and the doctors it's 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 a whole mess and i didn't want to be in the just allopathic medicine i wanted to do both so that's what i'm doing right now and i just have to write my thesis and then i'm done all right right all right i'm a busy person you are very busy (laughs) come on (laughs) but i applaud you for that because um um, because you still persisted and um your mom knocked some sense yeah she's tough like (laughs) daniel women like yeah she's tough on me but you know it's, it's all with good intentions and i appreciate it now like i really do for like punching me in the butt back then (laughs) (laughs) shout out to mom yeah shout out to mom i love (laughs) you and what about where your parents are from could you give us a bit of an idea of your cultural background yeah um my mom and my dad are both um from achim they are both achim for my mom is from um eskem and my dad is from esiaqua so and that is like just 10 minutes drive from each other so uh, we are so they had no issues meeting each other no <laughs> not at all not at all not at all i would say achim for your three months so that's oh. what they say <laughs> i don't know about that i don't know it's about that they say. <laughs> let's believe them <laughs> Uh, I do, all right. <laughs> so what I can see is that you are very conscious of your culture. Right. Um, even, even a language, it's it's just very strong. Mm-hmm. You tell of your culture uh, like you know it and you're for it all the way. Um, how did you deal with uh, cultural differences in the Netherlands, Belgium, Netherlands? Mm-hmm. How did you deal with that? How did you cope to still find a balance or uh... to make things work for you? Well, you Dutch people are brutal. Like, you guys are savage. And I, that's even an understatement. When I, <laughs> when I moved to Holland for Belgium, they, it was, it was such a difference because Belgians, they like to be very gentle when it comes to giving feedback and that kind of stuff. Yeah. They kind of think more as to be right. friendly. Right. And respect. how about how you're going to feel? But Dutch people are not like that. They just really don't give up. No, they don't. They don't. I cried. And, and they're known for that. Yeah. So I had my first job in a, in a hospital so many years ago in, uh, I think, Waspekinissa in Rotterdam, somewhere area. And um, they had to evaluate me for, for one of my 
well, for the things that I was doing. Um, and they were so brutal. And I was like, oh, how can y'all say that like that? And I started crying in oh, front really? of the board. And I was like, oh my God, I would never forget that. Oh, you really that. told them like, how can you say it like that? Right. And then I just started crying and I never cry in front of people. And it was so, it was so oh, tough. Then, then it hit hard. It hit hard. I was like, you Dutch people are savage. <laughs> <laughs> But I kind of grew, you know, over that, and I, I, I got some thick skin after that, and um, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I can handle yeah, y'all. I, I would have to agree with that. Yeah, definitely having to to travel to other countries, right? Uh, our own continent, and also to other neighboring countries, Belgium, right. Germany, the UK, and things. We're we're quite rough. We're yeah. quite um we're quite rough, and that's yeah. why some people are uh, leaving. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, on that note, in the meantime, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any question regarding uh, Vanessa and how, she, how she's sharing her story, uh, make sure that you will leave your question in the comment box. And also you can call the high radio studio line uh, to ask a question or if you're curious to know more uh, about this queen, then make sure that you uh, you you give us a shout. Let's go and listen to a Afro song beats newest sensation who is bringing some super music. That was a singer called Uyo Mayo. Uh, if I pronounce that wrong, Nigerians, forgive me. Don't slaughter me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're still listening to Africa Unfocused with Miss Abba and who we have here on the show is a special guest a lady who i regard as an innovative storyteller um she's a social media influencer and she's also because what can what can i call you now because this is like <laughs> what is your title because you're pursuing a phd right you're, you're already you know your title is already firm quite what's that what's that title uh doctor doctor right okay and specialized in integrative medicine integrative integrative in Integrative. Integrative. Yeah, medicine. integrative medicine. All right. So mm -hmm. does that mean that you're open to look for alternatives such as herbal treatments? Right, right. More in that area and uh, homeopathy and that kind of stuff. Mm. Right. Alongside the Western medication and the Western philosophies. You're trying uh, to find a healthy right, balance. Right, right. Mm, right. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about you, what you do, because uh, you're doing a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try and, to keep it contained a bit. <laughs> and your, your platform, uh, I know it as uh, Eclectic. Chesa. Chesa, I know yeah. it as that. Can you tell us a bit about your platform? My platform. Uh, eclectic Chesa, uh, let me start by just saying Eclectic means that you're able to, um, to take different uh, aspects from different cultures and then mix them together. That's being eclectic. And Chesa is just actually two two syllables of my name, Chewa and Vanessa, and I just kind of mixed it together. I thought it would sound special and it kind of stuck with me, <laughs> <laughs> which helped for my Google rankings, by the way. So that's not that bad. <laughs> Did it? Yeah, because okay. uh, well, the thing is, you have to you have to kind of if you kind if you're gonna start a platform, you have to kind of take a name that is know very unique so that when people actually search your name they can they can easily find you and not on page 30 instead of page one or Got two because after page three i don't look no more after page three i don't have the time <laughs> for that <laughs> but i wasn't really thinking about that when i was creating the platform i knew i wanted to i, I knew i wanted to write about something so many years ago when my younger sisters were already in the social media yeah because like, you come from a 
from a bloodline of influencers. <laughs> I know. I don't know how that happened, though. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe I should do something about, you know, makeup. So I started writing some articles about makeup, and then I was hella bored. I was like, nah, this ain't me. <laughs> I'm going to leave that to my other sister. So. Yeah. so you knew you wanted to share a story right. by using social right. media. Right, right. And then... uh one way or the other, um, I found an affinity to to history. So I first, actually, I started writing articles. And these articles were like five pages long of, you know, well-written articles with well-references on the bottom. Like, I did an outstanding job if I have to say <laughs> myself. Like, I put work in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't want to write nonsense, you know. I just, I really wanted to write the correct stuff. And, um and then after a while, I decided, you know, maybe I should just do it in a very more easier way that, you know, all all ages could, you know, read. Well, not read, but um, kind of abs- um, absorb yeah, I the get, information. I get what you mean, because now right. articles online, it is a specific group that right. likes to read, right. sit down for right. it. So I right. get it. Right. And so I decided to make uh, animation and uh, it kind of stuck with me. And now that's what I do. Animation. <laughs> so that's just, um, so you just went from, okay, I have a story to tell, right. but I need to translate it in a way that people from all aspects of life or all ages right. could understand. Right. So how did animation come about? Because one would say, you know what, let me just sit and film and talk and talk and talk. How did the idea of animation come about? Uh, well, I kind of, my very, 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 very first video that I did was about, um, different medical, different medicines I could use for hypertension. <laughs> I just cringe when I see that video because I was like, <laughs> now I'm going to look for it. <laughs> no, it's a lot though. <laughs> I love that video, girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. But I had the script on my, on my, on my lap and I would, I would talk and then I would just be like, um, and then I would go back and I was like, oh my God, that's bad. But the whole thing of just talking just seemed a bit boring to me and people just love to see what's happening. So I thought if I can just capture their attention every five seconds for, to watch something new every five seconds, then they might stay to watch every, you know, the whole 10 minutes. So then I started to research about speed drawing and I loved it. <laughs> and that kind of stuck with me. So that's, uh, that's how I came about that. Could you tell us a bit about speed drawing? Cause, um, I don't know. I don't think everybody knows what that means. Yeah. Speed drawing is like a, a whiteboard, uh, animation where you just, um, where you make a drawing and then you speed it up. So if the animation would, if, if you're drawing an apple, for instance, and in real life, the apple drawing would take you about 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but you speed up the video and then it would take you five seconds instead of 10, 10 or 15 minutes. So it will be like really, really, really fast. Oh, and people, yeah. people are really engaged because they want to see what you're drawing and it goes really fast. So they'll be like, okay, I can stay to watch what she's drawing. So, but if I would have done that, you know, an apple for 15 minutes and then a, a pear for 15 minutes, people would be like, <laughs> yo, what, what's this? <laughs> the attention so, would just easily come right, off. Right, 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 right. So I decided to do that and I love that. Yeah. Love Something that. that I also love to watch other people do. So, yeah. So you incorporated that in your video. Right. So tell us about the beginning stage. Cause when was this, when did this 
star did it start with youtube right away how did uh, that go it, it actually did start with youtube right away after that cringe video <laughs> <laughs> um and it actually started as an introduction video i i i usually back then i did that as a an introduction video of three minutes to the full article that i was that i was writing um but then i thought you know let me just skip the article altogether and just put the whole article in the video so it yeah that's how that kind of went about so you basically translated your full article what you wanted to share right and you put that in one um, in one thing. video so what was the next video after the cringe video what was the next <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we are living as a cringe video <laughs> <laughs> i promise you i'll send you a link but don't laugh <laughs> Um, I think uh, the one after that was Nanaya Santwa. I don't know whether you watched that one. Uh, that was that was so so much fun to me. When was this? I think a couple of years ago. I think about two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was fun to make. Yeah, yeah. And then I did one about Akonfa Noche, and then Adinkra symbols mixed with Anansi stories, and um, you know some some plays written by if you are Sutherland and uh, then I did some history about slavery uh, and then the Akande names and the rise of the Ashanti kingdom wow I remember a lot <laughs> you do <laughs> and now it's done <laughs> there are more but I just I just don't remember it now <laughs> yeah. so looking at the content of the stories that you're sharing yeah. has a lot to do with history and uh, Ghanaian history right so how did you get from um, treating hypertension <laughs> to covering Ghanaian history uh, I really I, I really don't know but come to think of it I have an uncle who is a journalist and he loves to write and he's a storyteller and i found that out when i went to ghana last year um so that kind of runs in our family and i never knew um and yeah well you know everybody needs to have a hobby next to their you know their job or what they do normally in the in the (laughs) in the regular world as in finding something that makes you happy right right and that makes me so happy it makes me so happy when I feel that I can enlighten someone, even if it's just one person, about something that they need to know, in my opinion. So that makes me really happy. So now that your platform is there, we know you as a storyteller mm-hmm. who shares a lot of African or Ghanaian history. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you be sharing on other things as well? Or is this the, the content that you're focusing on for now? Uh, no, I would like to take a brother and uh, also do just black history mm-hmm. in general and not just keep it to Ghanaians because we are all one people. Uh, so I would like to, I like to burn that up a bit and then uh, try to incorporate more spirituality along the line mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a very nice, refreshing, innovative way. You know, because spirituality at this point sometimes can be a bit very broad for some. Right. But also <laughs> very oh like you have to do this, you have to do this, I have to do this. And uh not a lot of things are explained in spirituality either. And I think a lot of people when they don't understand, they kinda of back away. And I was one of those people, you know, if I don't understand anything about how God is ruling in my life, I'll be like, Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> Let me do it my way, Dad. And then God would just knock me on the head and just... <laughs> I understand. <laughs> like, you know, just humble me in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a very important. I know that at the end of the day, I was given this platform to to um, touch people at a certain level. And it starts with history, you know. To, you have to know yourself. You have to know where you're from to know where you're going. And if you know yourself, you know your identity and then... You know, you can add a little bit of spirituality to it, then you know we will be just very happy people. Very at the end of the day, very yeah. well informed, right? And very well informed. You know, knowledge is power. So yes, yeah. I, I so agree. Yeah. I so agree. So you having to start this platform, who and what helped you set everything up? Because it seems. Because looking at it, it's it's very professional. It's very clean, you know. It Thank seems you. like a lot of work. Uh-huh. Uh, who helped you? What influenced you? How were you able to uh, set everything about? Um, uh, who helped me? I think my sisters. They they were they they kind of how would I say it? They kind of they kind of inspired me to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to my platform, I kind of just you know ask them like, hey, how do you start a website? Or, hey, how do you open a YouTube channel? Because I really had no idea. <laughs> and then when I started putting videos on it, I really didn't care about views and you know who would see it. So I I didn't even pay attention to putting the tags there, putting the description there, putting you know you have to put the title there because otherwise it won't go up. But the, the, I did title, that. the title had to be catchy. You didn't right. <laughs> <laughs> but I I always had this work ethic where I thought, you know, I it doesn't matter how small you are, you have to make whatever it is that you're producing very appealing. You have to make sure that you put um a lot of quality yeah. uh content out there. I know they I know it's like people say this a lot, like, oh you have to make quality content, blah blah blah, blah. but it really is true because one day you might meet somebody. Like somebody big, like a mogul who wants to sponsor you for something and you want to have a portfolio that is representable, you know? So I, I, I really feel like for people who are starting up, they should really invest in their craft when, you know, when you have to buy stuff, you just buy it to make it look good. I really, I really believe in that. So, uh, along the lines, I just, uh, I just made videos, but I also, with every video i have like a budget of how much i want to spend to make this video a certain kind of way you do i do like my sister asked me like a couple of weeks ago or a month ago she was like oh so v how much do you spend on your video i was like yeah i'm because i need it to look per video per video yeah yeah it's um that okay you there are things that i want and i want it a certain way so then you know if you want it a certain way then you just have to pay for it you know and not everything is free so you just have to you know make sure that it looks right you believe in the quality i believe that quality is everything no matter how small you are love it and also what i love that uh what you said is like you uh were really focused on doing something because you love you love to do what you do right and not just as to who is watching or how many numbers right and that seems to be a problem with a lot of content creators right that they want to be on the 10k right away right or you know have a substantial following Mm -hmm. um i love that I love that. What what other type of advice would you give those people that are content creators and um, would like to set up? Would you would you tell them focus on quality rather than this or this or that or uh no, not really. I think 
you know, 50% of everything you do is the quality content that you put out there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's just 50%. And mm-hmm. then I believe that 30% of the work is marketing. You mm-hmm. have to advertise yourself because we are, we are living in a world where everyone is on social media and you would want someone or you would want a lot of people to find you, but you're like a grain of salt in this this whole global <laughs> so and you have world to world is too big <laughs> right so you have to put you have to put um you have to invest in marketing and advertisement and that is also not free um and then 20% of the work is you know networking connections so it's 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 a whole lot of things it's not just putting quality content out there because if you're just going to put quality content out there and you don't socialize and you don't advertise and you might as well not just just not do it because nobody's going to find you it's it's really <laughs> it really is <laughs> yeah you have to you had a you had a guest last week uh, i forgot his name emmanuel ankara the right the, right the youtube uh, strategist right right and he would he would tell you it's just you have to a lot of big influencers they put a lot of money in advertisement if you look at those big commercials uh or this big uh, this big companies like coca-cola or chanel or whatever they are so huge you would think they won't need advertisement, but they still do, you know. Yeah. So how much more, you know, the smaller people who want to make or who want to be heard. Who want know? to get the word out there. Right, right. Things. So you have to, it's also something that people should keep in mind that it's also part of the job. Investment. Investment. You I have love to that. Invest. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So yeah. uh, we're just going to uh, listen to a song, just going to take a short break, and okay. then we're going to be right back. Because I would also love to mo- know more about your sister dynamic, because ah. I feel like I'm talking to one of the, the, <laughs> one the, of the noted three. done so <laughs> <laughs> sisters. Um, and you do well at, you know, creating an impact, and, and you all have your own special thing. Right. Uh, so I would really like to find out on uh, what you do, and also on your take as to uh, African tradition. Okay. And... Um, if you feel that, you know, others are responsible to know more about that, I would really okay. like to get your idea. Okay. So uh, we're just going to listen to um, the national anthem since it was um, Ghana's independence on 6 she March. Is, uh, the storyteller that tells African stories or our history. She educates us in very innovative ways. Mm-hmm. And I finally have her here on the show. <laughs> um, she's given me uh, a lot of advice as to content creating, mm-hmm. investing in your content, making sure that marketing uh, is there. Because we just talked about it. Like uh, when you have a product, right. what was it? Uh, you told me 50% is your product. Right. And then uh, 30% is uh, marketing and uh, advertisement and 20% is connections. Yeah. So people should really be aware of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I also noticed is talking to content creators is a lot of them don't really envision as to where they would love to have their content. How did how how did you find your idea as to I know where I want? How how did you create that for yourself? Um, as to where I want to place my content, as in where yeah what where kind of where where you're doing it for? Because a lot of people create the content. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay, I just want a following or I really don't know. Um, but it seems like you really have in mind as to if uh, television channels will come and approach me, I need to make sure I have a particular standard. Right. So right. you really had a particular, you had clients in mind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I'm a big dreamer. <laughs> how, how do you even come about with that? Like, uh, I, I don't know. It's just something. I, I'm, 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 I'm a very creative person. I have a very creative mind. Even if you come to my home and you see my house, you'd be like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I'm a very creative person. So I, and I like to do stuff in a way that it's good. I don't like to do half, half stuff. So I'm, in a way, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. And, you know, I can tell that about you, too, because your video looks good, mm -hmm. by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. I love the colors. I love the fashion. But anywho. Appreciate that. <laughs> and you gave me some good advice as to right. marketing. Right, 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 right. So I knew I knew that I wanted to... I knew that I wanted to make sure that um, I create things that one day, one day, if somebody wants to see my work, then I'll be like, uh, you know, this is it. And it, it looks good. And even though my first video may not look like the very last video that I made, but you have to have, um, you know, a good progress. You don't want to stagnate, you know, because you can always, you can always learn something new. And I realized that with every video I make, I'm like, Wow, I learned something new. Wow, that one is so good. And now that I look back, I'm like, oh, I could have done that better. I could have done that better. And then I make a new video. I'm like, damn, I just did that. And then I'm so proud of myself for for always knowing, of always learning to do something new. So you have to you have to keep in mind that um, even though your first video, your first mm -hmm. product will not always be perfect, but you have to make sure that. Uh, the, between the first product and the last product that you make, there is a progress and that's the most important thing. And there should be, you should, you, there should be like some quality in there. People should see that you put effort in that. You <laughs> People know. should be impressed. Right. <laughs> Not just, you know, scramble some stuff together. And, got it. Right. <laughs> got it. And um, tell us a bit about, because I noticed, because I keep saying it, you're one, you're like one third or one fourth of the <laughs> one Danso, fourth. Uh, Danso Empire. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the first person that said that. I kind of like that. <laughs> tell us a bit about, because you're not only an influencer, but you have two sisters who are as well. Right. And you you also told me about a brother you have. Right, doing right. right online. Right. Can you tell us a bit about that? Um. Well, let me start with the older one. Uh, I have one big brother who's two years older than me. Um, he's a lawyer and He's also on YouTube um, and he does, you know, legal stuff on YouTube. And his name is Andy D. Legal on YouTube. You can find that. Um, then my younger sister, who is right behind me, she's called Trudy Danso. She she used to blog, uh, but then she, she used to write blogs and then she decided to make videos instead. Mm -hmm. um, and she also sometimes uh, goes over, you know, Ghana stuff, you know, Ghana traveling vlogs, but she's mainly known for her um, marketing tips and um, how to handle finances and uh, that kind of thing. She's very, ad uh, when it comes to administration, she's like, she's like on it. You know, she's, she's on fire. Like <laughs> I, I, I respect her so much for that, that side of her. Mm -hmm. She also has her own company, which is called Danso Digital, uh, where she, um, she, um, uh, she helps clients, um, with their, uh, Google rankings. Um, so she's in the marketing business. Um, and then my youngest, uh, my youngest sister, Kitera Danso, she, she does, uh, beauty and, um, hair and, and uh, she's also very good in her craft. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find them at Kitera Danso on YouTube and Trudy yeah, Danso on YouTube. Yeah, I'm finding the link. She's um, 
<laughs> see, I'm sharing it for our Facebook listeners. Right. She's like the word and makeup. That's kind of what she she does. Right, 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 right. And um, they have um, a hair product coming out soon mm-hmm. uh, for natural hair. So okay, you should check that out too. Yeah, we are like entrepreneurs listen, here. <laughs> listen, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> no jokes. No jokes. What's your brother's name? Uh, on um, Andy D. Legal. Or something like that. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah, you'll, you'll find it. So we're all on there somewhere. <laughs> you guys have inspired me today. like Because oh. one thing I love is that most of the time when people think YouTube, they think makeup, hair, right. beauty, or health and fitness. Right. But you guys actually have a way of um, translating a service. Um, to a YouTube channel because right. law and YouTube, I mean, people don't think of that. You right. know what I mean? Right. And your history and YouTube um, is also a really refreshing way. So it kind of looks like as you guys are um, a very really creative minds, you're able to create and translate mm-hmm. your stories in very refreshing ways. Yeah. Um, so last but not least, we're almost hitting the end of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we shouldn't leave out our topic of this week. Uh-huh. And since you are really for being aware of history and all those things, mm-hmm. um, what do you think of young people and their history should they still keep their traditions, such as traditional weddings, uh, naming their children, all the names that you went through on your channels? <laughs> How important do you think it is for the African that lives in the diaspora? I think it's very, 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 very important to keep it, to to go back and to learn about it. Because if you look at it, everybody still holds on to their traditions. If you look at all the other ethnic groups and all the other cultures like Asian people, Chinese people, they have like very strong cultures and, you know, the Germans and, and the Italians and the French and, you know, nationalism and uh, it's very, it's a very big thing. And I think it would be such a shame for us as Ghanaians or us as uh, Africans in diaspora to just, you know, kind of fade in the background and just to incorporate other people's cultures as our own just because we are living in diaspora. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be such a shame. I know I when when I started this video, I was like, I want to make videos so that one day, one day, when I have a child of my own, yeah. he'll be or she'll be, um, she'll be like, oh yeah, mama left us that. And now that I have that, I have a collection of videos. I'm so proud that I've made that because <laughs> he's actually here. You know, he cannot understand anything. But yeah. uh, I think it's very, very important that, you know, we, we, we do stick to, you know, the traditional weddings, for instance, and uh, the white weddings. I mean, the white weddings, the white weddings came with Britain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that one out, actually. Like, yeah. I'm conscious. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but, you know. If you're if you're from a very strong Ghanaian home, nobody is gonna allow you to do white wedding without a traditional one. No, it's just, no, it's no. just not done. It's not done. No. And you know, namings and stuff like that. I think it's very very important that uh, that people just stick to certain cultures. It's it's a beautiful thing. So why would why would you just you know 
not do it, right? Definitely. <laughs> and I love how you keep the information alive. Right. I think it really helps uh, for people to understand. Because uh, I think a while ago, I had a, a young lady who was born and raised here. Mm -hmm. uh, from her upbringing, it is not as strong uh, Ghanaian as maybe the average person mm -hmm. or the average Ghanaian here in Amsterdam is. Mm -hmm. So what had happened is that now that her parents asked her to marry traditionally, mm -hmm. she didn't understand it because she felt like, okay, I've done it at church. Mm -hmm. Briefly, why? Where should I do it for? If people love each other, why? You know, should you do it? Right. And uh, in my case, in my opinion, I actually blame parents because you are supposed to give that piece of information right, and instill right. it. Because now you see, as the person or as the lady has grown up, it's right. You know, you're bumping head. Right. 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 Uh, but you can't go back in time, obviously. Right. That's but I, true. I love because your video can contribute to this and mm -hmm. be like, okay, let me then drop a link. <laughs> <laughs> drop all the links. <laughs> So people can understand why we do it right. and, and and such things. Mm -hmm. So I love I love the refreshing perspective uh, you Thank give. Thank you. Uh, I would Thank like you. to know from you what uh, mm -hmm. what advice would you like to give young uh, Africans, content creators first, and also those that um, maybe are trying to find a way to know more of their African history. Uh, well, if you want to know more about African history, just find me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can you can study about everything you want if you just really want to. It's really just you have to want to find it. And if you want to find it, you'll find it. Um, advice that I can give. Um, never ever uh, think that you can't do something. If you mm. really want to do something, you can. I remember when I was in high school. And um, I used to I used to suck at science, and my, my teachers would be like, you know, you, yeah, maybe you not, should maybe you shouldn't do science. You can never nice do subject. this. And I'm like, like I have a PhD in science now. Like, <laughs> so you know, nobody you shouldn't just never let anybody tell you that you can't do something. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, humility should be the the biggest thing that you sh you can wear. Mm -hmm. Humility and confidence, because if you want to learn something. You have to be able to, you know, be like, okay, I do not know it all. And maybe somebody mm -hmm. needs to teach me something. So, and in this day and age, people are not always humble. It's just, you know, every day people walk around and be like, you oh, know, I know it all. And I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy to be like this and that. But if you really want to know it all, you, you, you have to, you know, take it down a notch and just be open to what people are saying because God can speak to you through people. I remember I was doing my nails yesterday and I was walking around with that, with that in my head. And, um, um, and I was with my baby back then, uh, yesterday cause I didn't have anybody at home. So I was, you know, holding my baby and we yeah. doing my nails together <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was nursing him. And then one lady, a stranger, she came up to me and she was like, Oh, I can teach you how to do it. And the first thing in my mind was like, hold on, I know how to do this. And I was like, you know what? No, never mind. What do you want to teach me? And she, and she, she said like, Oh, if you hold it like this and then you do it like that, then he will burp in five seconds. I was like, huh? And I did not know that. And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> and I spent like 30 minutes like doing that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so those are one of the things like if you want to learn, you have to you have to be able to humble yourself. It, it's yeah. really important. And you have to remember the 50, 30, 20 percent rule that I talked about, you know, putting quality in your in your product, 50 percent and 30 percent is advertisement and marketing and 20 percent um, is connections. So mm. 
uh, yeah, that's I love that. That's everything that I want to say. I love that. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're ending today the tenth episode of Africa Unfocus. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. I I love the all of the information that you give was very useful. At the same time, give us an giving us an idea of how important tradition is mm -hmm. and uh, also content creating. Um, invest. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any last shout outs? Um, well, first I want to say a shout out to Royals. He's not around here, but he's, he's listening. He's yeah. <laughs> he was such a sweetheart in my time with me. Like that guy is like, for if anybody knows him, just, just say hi to him. He's like really a good guy. Shout I, out to Royals. Shout out to Royals. Um, I would also like to give a shout out to my sisters. They have been my my rock they are Ooh. yeah they are my mirrors in life you know sometimes you have to be able to give people um a shut up a sit down card that is yeah. like people who can tell you like hey this is not you you are not doing it right just yeah. sit down and do it the right way and they yeah. are my mirrors in life and i love that about mm -hmm, them so mm -hmm. shout out to them and shout out to my parents they are you know family is golden and uh, yeah i am blessed in that way so shout out to shout out to them too and everybody who's listening to all my followers shout out to all of you for liking my content and um for sharing and for keeping me going and letting me know that y'all miss me even though i was away <laughs> for nine months oh yeah they were saying where's this guy right <laughs> i was so touched i was like wow you actually follow me <laughs> so that was so sweet shout out to all of you that. yeah i love that <laughs> um and vanessa thanks so much for uh being here on the show You're coming welcome. all the way to, to kind of give us an idea of what you do. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we'll be spreading the love. Uh, all Thanks. of that new videos that I'm looking forward <laughs> to, I'll be spreading them on our pages right. to support because we want the, the narrative um, about Africa to come from Africans. That's really right. uh, what my goal is. And right. that is what Africa in Focus stands for. Right. Um, so we're ending with a good a banger by a fabulous group called Mafiko Zolo. Uh, look out for Africa Unfocused next week because then we're going to be back the coming month we have special guests coming oh my gosh we have people from entertainment coming um, who else we have a financial advisor coming on the show uh, we have a young man that recently launched his foundation a uh, very inspiring uh, a young guy who will be here and we're pretty much thank you for listening to Africa Unfocused we air live every Sunday on high radio from 7pm access Time. Join the Africa Unfocused platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa Unfocused or visit www.africaunfocused.com. And follow me on all your social platforms Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle. <laughs>